The Dancing with Wisdom podcast, Series 2, Episode 3, Wisdom for the Mind. What is wisdom? What does that word even mean? How can we implement wisdom in our everyday lives? Psychiatrist and executive coach Dr. Sunil invites you to join him on a transformational and sacred quest to experience meaning, purpose, and fun in both your life and work. These podcasts will not only empower you to wisely navigate through a confusing world, but to grow in body, mind, and spirit, which will ultimately have us dancing with wisdom. Hello, and welcome to the Dancing with Wisdom podcast, where we invite you to join us on this quest to make sense of life. Indeed, making sense of life. And last time we touched on wisdom of the heart. And I say touched on because we are going to do many more. We go a lot deeper. And uh, as always, we invite you to write in with your questions and, and your topics for discussion. But today, I think I'm going to open up an even bigger, big fan, and that's wisdom of the mind. Mm. And within the mind itself, I mean, we are in a very crazy technological time. Yes. That everybody's online because of COVID. Yes. Um, I think it was up, what, an extra 50%? It's huge. I mean, I think before COVID, they said 50% of the world had gone online. Goodness. And I think post-COVID, I don't know what the figure is. Yeah, but it'd it's, be it's, huge. It'd be huge. Wow. And, you know, it's, it's, we're kind of at a watershed moment, you know, like pre-World War II, post-World War II, in the sense of how the world changed. So we're having that dramatic shift. We're becoming literally a global village more and more. But we're also losing human connection. Yes, that's right. Um, you know, and I think that's where we learn a lot. You see, so I'm here with you now. You know, we're at this distance here, okay? We're having a chat. Yes. Now, if we did this on Zoom, we could still give out the content. Yes. But we wouldn't have that eye-to-eye contact. Yeah. But my point is that we... We are losing something by doing that. Yes. And because everything has been stimulated to the mind. Yes. Now, do we need to find a balance? Where is the wisdom within that? That's right. So we certainly, we have restless minds that are thinking and asking questions, that are wanting to make sense of life, that are wanting to add meaning and purpose to what we're doing. One of the things I sort of, just reflecting on this really, is that we are drowning information. So our minds love to suck in information and for some personalities more so than others. But the problem with that is, is that we need much more than information. The problem is we're also drowning in information. You know, what they say is that the information in any subject doubles, I don't know, I think every 24 hours. It's, it's staggering how much information is, is doubling. Well, suddenly you don't know what the right information is. And you don't know. Yeah, there's fake news. How do you sift through that? And particularly if we're thinking through about how do I live a life that's meaningful, that brings true success, satisfaction, significance, that makes me into the kind of person who other people like to be around. You know, we talked in the first podcast about those three questions that, 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 that I've always often grappled with about why some people are so much more successful than others. But also, why can some people not just be successful, but also be nice people to be around? You know, you actually enjoy their company. And then also, how do such people think and behave to become like that? Because it's, it's the rest of us either can't do or won't make those decisions or sacrifices to become that kind of person. You know, the, the natural direction is to become more cynical and more so negative. So what do you think could be the negative of 
remaining as we are without the close to close um, physical connection and just with more information being thrown at us, you know, stimulating that mind. What do you think the result of that will be? We see we're not just mind, we're body, mind, and spirit. We are complex creations of God, creating the image of God who need to grow holistically. We need complete well-being. You know, the Hebrew word for that is shalom, complete well-being in body, mind, and spirit. But we need that in the context of understanding the world and universe that we're a part of. So we have questioning minds, but we've got deep questions about who am I, why I'm here, what am I going, what's the purpose of my life? And usually we distract ourselves with noise, with trivia, with mindless entertainment, we anaesthetize ourselves, but those questions don't go away. And See, I'm, yeah. I was just thinking there, Sunil, is that I think that the entertainment and, and things, you know, are used in the right way is, yeah. is a good, is a good thing. It's part of the journey. What I'm getting from you there is that we are heading on a journey from sort of birth through to our, through our lives, yes. but it's very easy to lose our way and forget that journey. That's right. Because yeah. we're being inundated with more and more traffic. Especially through technology. Because, you know, mm. you, I, don't, I don't know what the figures are, but, it, but the amount of time people spend on social media, on the internet, is huge. And, and much more than interactions with other human beings. A lot of it is virtual. Including gaming. You know, people oh, sit down that, that, and, you that's know. Another, yeah. Okay, that, okay, I see that. So a lot of people would argue that there are a lot of strengths We've been able to to do a lot online. And Absolutely, I, and I think I, if we that can I do would, this, for example, we're doing this exactly. We're doing this, yeah. Exactly, I would I would agree with that. But I don't really feel like there is a, a strong figure, a voice who is discussing this subject, which no. I think is really really important. Yes. Um. So where does it lie? Does it lie on the parents? <laughs> does it? You know, is it? The parents teach well, rem- remembering themselves. Where well, is- yeah, obviously, for parents with young children absolutely need to do that. But also, we need to make a decision for ourselves. So, wisdom is something that you need to hunger and thirst for yourself. And you know, we said in the second podcast we talked about how the sudden death of my friend Abhishek Banerjee, how that really made me question: What am I living for? Where am I going? What my purpose is? And that was a question of the heart. But that obviously impacts the mind because heart, body, mind, and spirit are all interrelated, interconnected. But it's difficult, Sunil. It's oh, difficult. Uh, I mean, because... because but it's people, worth it. It's difficult, but it's worth it. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like, I mean, you're, you're, I mean this book's great. I mean, I'm, I'm well into it. I mean, it's fantastic. I had the pleasure of recording it. So I've, I've heard it from your, your voice, which is great. But the thing is, is that, I mean, I remember reading something about when people are, you know, have got limited time to live and they're on a deathbed, you know, and they say, oh, what, the regrets, what, the dying, the regrets yeah. you know, like, yeah. none of them are things that they've been stressing about throughout no, their lives. That's right. So how do we teach ourselves? I'm going to say ourselves because you say I am, you know, we've got so responsibility there. How do we teach ourselves to remain focused on what's truly important? Yeah, so I think you've got to create space to, as it were, step out of the traffic, step out of the noise. Because, you know, the, the book is called Dancing with Wisdom. And part of that is because we live in a very cynical, complex, confusing, chaotic world that produces a kind of music that's more like noise, that's creating very a lot of very negative effects in terms of mental illness, in terms of discontentment, in, in terms of emptiness. And we need to stop and ask, 
are the choices that I'm making, are they the ones that are healthy for me? And how will people know if it's healthy for them? Look at the fruit. Look at the results that you're getting in your life. I mean, I went through burnout um, about, well, a number of years ago in the late 2000s, around 2008, 2009. And actually, I was in, I was in church leadership at the time, and I didn't like the person I was looking at in the mirror. Mm. I was finding myself getting more and more cynical, more and more angry with my wife and children and people around me. And I thought, oh, goodness me, I've got to make important decisions because if I carry on like this, something bad is going to happen. And so I made a decision to step down from church leadership and go back to basics and think about who I personalized becoming. And, you know, as a person of faith and a person who's a disciple of Christ, that was about re-engaging with scripture, taking time out to read the word, to understand the application to my life, to understand what Jesus was saying. You know, in, in Matthew chapter 11, it talks about, you know, Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest for my burden is easy and my yoke is light. And I was basically taking on the pressures of the world onto my head. I was trying to, as it were, in my own small puny way, trying to run the world. And that job's already taken by somebody else. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. But, but but you try and fix it. So you so you try and fix it. So you worry. You fill your mind with worry. This isn't going the way I want. Why is he doing that? Why is she doing that? And I need to sort this out. And I couldn't. But you had a moment. Yeah, I had a moment. You yeah. had a moment. You were looking at yourself, and you said. I don't like YC. I don't like okay. YC. Now, I'm going to just open it up for other people who perhaps aren't walking in the faith of Christ yeah. or perhaps even have a religion that they follow at all follow. Yeah, or sure. a faith at all. But let's just say, but those people, and they can't argue with it, okay, will have a feeling. Exactly. When yeah. something's great or yeah. something's bad, they will have a feeling. And what? so what I will say is for you, for the listeners, it's just for a moment, if, you're, if you are struggling with this, just consider that that is the feeling we're talking about with God, that feeling of what's right and what's wrong, okay, that guidance. Or I'd say even more so, is that, is that what are the results in your life? What is your life producing in terms of your, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with others? You're right, but what I'm, co- what I'm, yeah. what I'm covering about initially is that that moment oh, yeah. where you looked in the mirror and you had that feeling. Now, you could have said that yeah. that's God speaking to you saying, yeah. sort it out. Yeah. And, something's and, not right. Yeah. yeah, something's not right. And people do have those feelings, but people need to be wise. They need to have wisdom to be able to say, do you know what, I'm going to listen to that. Yes. Because a lot of people, and you know who you are, <laughs> and I'm one of them. And we, know, exactly, we've yeah, all been there as exactly. well. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. We're like, oh yeah, I know I should, I, I'll do that next week. Or I'll do yes. Where the bottom line is, just do it now. It could be something simple like the bins are overflowing at home and you're like, I can't, oh, do you know. Yeah. And rather than, which I've been guilty of, rather than saying, why isn't somebody else in my family clearing the bins? Why don't I go and do that? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you know, why don't I go and do that? Right, because it, the natural reaction, Elliot, and again, we've all been there, is we go and criticise somebody else. We blame our wife, we blame our kids, we blame the government, we blame the economy, we blame everybody and anybody. Mm-hmm. We don't go back to what is my responsibility? What can I do? Okay, so yeah. this is popping up a lot, you know, in the previous podcast as well. It's about what decisions are we going to make today? Yes. All right. So, Rather than so, being in blame, excuses and denial, which so many people do. That's what right. they get into. Yeah. So people need to have the wisdom to be able to 
A, understand when a decision needs to be made and to hear their inner self, the priorities, okay, and separate those things from the the traffic which is going around of all that information of the mind. So yes. how do people even begin to do that? I mean, there are going to be people who listen to this who are like, well, do you know what? That's all very well saying that, but I'm on the train. I've got a deadline that I've got to hit. I've got to get to work. I've got to get straight to that office and I've got to submit Absolutely, this. Absolutely, yeah. How do they... How do they separate? How do they find peace? How do they find wisdom within well, all of that? You've got to create a space, okay? In a sense, there's a story you're telling yourself. In, in like, we're all telling ourselves stories about our life and where we are. And one of the stories we tell ourselves is that I'm too busy, I've got too much to do. And that may well be the case. But remember, you are a human being, you're not a human doing, okay? And it's so important to be able to step back and you know, in previous podcasts, we talked about Viktor Frankl in, in a concentration camp in Nazi Germany. And he was able to create an oasis in his mind that was separate to everything else going on around him. And you can create, I, I challenge anybody can create an oasis in their mind that is separate from everything else going on, within which they can begin to stop, think and reflect. In a sense, that's getting out of the traffic of the, of the latest and loudest and the, and, the, and the most pressing things. To question the direction you're going, where you're going, and seek out outer wisdom. And obviously, you know, for me and you, that's outer wisdom is in the biblical scripture. But you need to think about what that is for you and, and, and where you are on this particular quest. And also where you look for it as well. I mean, let's just say, let's just take Facebook, for example. All right, Facebook. Yeah. Many people are seeking confirmation of things or seeking yeah. like uh, a like or a nice yeah. comment by putting comments on Facebook. And, yeah, and not, uh, that's and, not a bad thing. We, we, we all do that. We all do, but some people, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can use it like as a marketer or a day-to-day, but some people actively go out their way to say something negative to get a response, response you see. Yeah. They're using technology. And I, I mean, the amount of times, and it drives me nuts. I mean, I'm, I get cross thinking about it now. When people say, did you get my message? No. And I didn't get a message from you at all. I put it on Facebook. Well, I'm not checking my Facebook messages 24, you know, so I don't have my notifications on Facebook. You know, why? How boring is that? You know, pick up the phone, interact with me. If you've got something to say, I even said it, um, I even said it to you, didn't I? The the other day I said, because we do a lot of things on WhatsApp, don't we? Which is great uh, as we're preparing things. And then we said, right, we're getting close to time now. Just pick up the phone, give me a call. Do you know what? Because I would love to say, hi, Sunil, how are you doing, mate? Yes, that's right. What's going on today? You know, and one thing that I have discovered is that my friendships, yes. okay, I do friendships. In, on YouTube, you'll see you're, that I'm doing a little, you know, what are they called, you know, little fingers, little bunny ears, I would say. Um, yeah. Is that those friendships, you know, are, are they still friendships? Yes. You know, people I've known for ages because at the end of the day, it's all, they might, you know, send me a photograph or something. Oh, do you remember this? Well, the, you know, yes, I do. Now what? Yes. You know, you're giving me stuff in the mind. That's right. But you are not stimulating anything within. There, there's no further engagement there. It's just, yeah. it's just information sharing rather, on an intellectual level rather than actually we're engaging as one human being to another human being. You know, we're made for relationships. We're wired for relationship. And the internet, social media can only do so much. It can't replace being in the physical presence of somebody and having that, as it were, dialogue and interaction together. And obviously you've got, we've got different personalities and some people are more introverted than others and, and that's, that's fine. But we are made for a relationship. Well, my wife was very wise. She said to me, she said, well, how can you comment on 
these, how often do you pick up the phone to them? Mm. And I was like, well, do you know? And that was very wise. And and I was like, well, do you know what I used to? And I sort of gave up because I wasn't getting anything in return. Well, hang on. Is that why I do it? To get something in return. So I counted it the way. So I took that that wisdom and applied it to my own wisdom and said, right, I called them people and say, look, we're not talking. There is no excuse for that. It, yeah. We should be ashamed of ourselves. That's what I said. Well, you've been quite intentional about friendship, which I think is really important. Yeah, because so we ended up we, arranging yeah, to do yeah. like a video chat month to month. Sorry. No, that's great. No, because, and I think that that's 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 wonderful because we need that human interaction. We are made for a relationship. We're made for friendship, and it's again, it's one of those things that sort of neglected in in our society and culture. I think one of the reasons for that is that we become very, very transactional in our relationships. So it's a bit like a business transaction. Is it? Is that I'll talk to you only if I need something from you. That's it. And if I don't need anything from you, then you won't hear anything from me. <laughs> do you know what? I, I, I was thinking, do I mention it? Don't I mention it? I always say it's, it's often like this with some of the parents in the playground. Oh, right. You know, it, it's okay. You turn them talking and you, you see them going, oh, yeah, this happened and this happened, this happened. Yeah. And you could always put like a speech yeah. bubble coming out the other person going, yeah, that's great. Will you hurry up? Because I want to moan a bit now. So, can uh, you just get the end of yours? so it's well, my that's, turn. Yes, that's right. So the yeah. friendship is based on complaining and moaning. Yeah, that, which is, you know, which, which again, there's a place for it, but it needs to be something bigger. So and let's, let's talk it. about... Okay, we, we've let's just say we've decluttered. Right. Let's say we're decluttered, and we are, are able to separate ourselves and have wisdom within the mind and within the heart. What does that look like? Okay, I mean, I can answer most uh, expertly for myself. For what me, what that means is that every morning I have a time of silence and solitude and quietness before God on my own with the biblical scripture, with my notebook, listening to the voice of God, remembering that ultimately I'm a human being, not a human doing, no matter all the the long to-do list that's in front of me, and that I'm accepted and valued as a child of God because of God's love to me in Christ, and so that there's nothing I need to do to prove myself to God or to others because I'm already loved. So I'm not saying I get it perfect, but that's my direction I'm, I'm seeking to go to every day, starting with that foundation. And then looking at my life through those lenses. So somebody's upset me, somebody's annoyed me, somebody I'm trying to connect with, I'm not, you know, trying to put that into the right balance and perspective. And again, as a disciple for Christ, you know, my ultimate friendship is a friendship with my creator. And so deepening and strengthening that. And from there, I can find the strength and resources and wisdom to deal with all the other stuff that's coming at me. So here's here's a, a question for you, okay? Um, so you find it within prayer, and people would say silence and solitude, silence, solitude, meditation. Yeah, yeah. You know, people can find that in their own way, but there are going to be some people who are frightened to spend mm, time yeah, by themselves with their with their mind. Absolutely, yeah, that's thoughts. right. Yes. Um, so yeah. how do people? How do people get around that? Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, there's a famous theologian called Pascal who was a mathematician as well, and he said most problems in the world could be solved if man could learn to sit quietly by himself for half an hour. And I think that's that's a huge issue because we're not, and even more so, our minds are so restless and rushing around and and thinking about this. And he said he said this, she said this. I've got to do this. I've got to. You've got to start with baby steps. You've got to start with really small steps. Even a minute, two minutes, three minutes to stop and slow down. Because 
if you haven't done it, you know, to stop and be quiet, you can create a, a hell for yourself, literally. Yeah. Do, you, do you know, um, I'm literally in a little secret here, because um, we're, all, we're, we're all on this together, aren't we? we all are the listeners, you, you and I, we're just putting things out yeah. as they are. And hopefully to help people. As yeah, well. exactly. And yeah. the so I sometimes, when I went through a stage where I was having a lot of negative thoughts, yes. and they were very destructive, yes. and they were worrying me, mm. the fact that I was having them thoughts. Yes. And do you know how I got around it? Now, I did a lot of driving at the time, and that was probably yeah. my problem, right, you know. Yeah. And I would pull over, I'd go to the services, I'd look in the mirror and say, stop it. Good for you, yeah. That's what I would do. I'd say, stop it right now. Yeah. And I'd say, you're an idiot. Stop it. Yeah. That is not a thing. You know, and then I would do some, like, you know, say, that is not going to happen. That hasn't happened. Yeah. It isn't going to happen. Wow. Yeah. So why are you doing it? And I would, people must have walked past me and thought I was a lunatic because <laughs> there I am literally shouting myself in the mirror. And then I would always, the same thing would happen. I'd end up with a giggle. Okay. I had a giggle. And then what I would sometimes, then I, after I got through that, I would actually actively, when I was doing long journeys, yeah. um, so there was a time, um, you know, like a, a little while back where I was a musical director for Four Ships, for example, and I would have to drive 250 miles each way in, wow. in, a, day, in a day. 250 miles a full day of teaching, yes. you know, these professional things come back, blah, blah, That sounds exhausting. It's exhausting. So what I used to do, I used to plan things. So right, I'm going to stop off at this service station. Yeah. I'd go off and I would meditate. I'd put on a little meditation on YouTube. I'd sit in my car and meditate. And then I'd get go on to the next yes. bit. But then it'll be another stop. So by the time I got there, meditation made me feel cleansed. That's fascinating. It made me feel like I, I had, yes. but that was learning to have the wisdom to do that. Yes. And actually, you're reminding me of it as well, because there's a phrase that's been going through my head a lot, which is, don't believe everything you think, but think carefully about what you believe. Don't believe everything you think, because we have lots of, I think it's about 40,000 thoughts a day. And some of them are, are good and some of them are not so good. And if you're tired or hungry, or it's three o'clock in the morning, it's more likely you're going to have some really negative thoughts, have some really dark thoughts. Mm. So don't believe everything you think. But if you've been able to step out of the traffic, if you've been able to slow down, you can, you can develop the skill of saying, oh, that's an interesting thought. And, you know, you, you said you laughed at, you know, you were able to laugh at something. But if we can separate ourselves from our thoughts, because you are not your thoughts. If you over-identify, then, then you start believing everything you think. And that's when you get into a negative spiral. But think carefully about what you believe. And that's why it's really important to spend time with things that are, you know, it says in, in the book of Philippians in, in, in the New Testament, it says that whatever is noble, whatever is right, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy or beautiful, think about such things and the God of peace will be with you. And I think in a sense, we live in an amazing world with so many wonderful things. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's that thing, garbage in, garbage out. If you're going to fill your mind with negativity and junk and cynicism, what results are you going to get? Fantastic. Uh, and know. I think that's a great place to finish it here today as well. So let's uh, summarise. Um, wisdom within the mind. Yes. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked about how we've got very restless minds. And part of that is we've got, we live in a world that's just so full of information. We're drowning in information, left, right and centre. And we've got to ask ourselves, what is this creating for me? What results is it creating for me? And I gave the example about when I went through my burnout in 2009, 2008, 2009, and I didn't like the person I was becoming. I was becoming someone who was getting very cynical, very angry with those around me. And I had to stop and say, something is, 
something's going to give, I've got to make some hard choices here. And for me at that time, it was actually stepping down from church leadership. And it basically came back to re-looking at my relationship with God, creating space and time to stop, pause and think. And we've talked about how that's not something necessarily you can dive into straight away, especially if you've had a lifetime of rushing around. But you can start with small steps. And, you know, we've talked about finding those things that build you up. So it's kind of music, good walks, things that reconnect and re-engage with you. And also you need to find words of affirmation that affirm God's love for you. And, you know, for us, that's been in Christ and understanding God's love for us in Christ and understanding that I'm a human being before I'm a human doing. I think that's that's really, in a sense, wisdom for the mind. Mm. And be wise with what you're um, choosing to listen to, of course. And, Absolutely. And we're watching. And, and, and take that moment of solitude. You know, even, even if, you, if you're not necessarily a person of faith, you know, take that time for yourself and just see what happens. You yes. know, sit down and think, think a few positive thoughts. Be gratitude. Yeah. You know, be wise. Be grat- have gratitude. So, uh, of course, we'll, as I always say, we'll explore this further. So, how can people get hold of you, Sunil? So, yeah, it's, it's drsunil.com is the website, uh, and we've got resources for you there. Fantastic. And uh, to get hold of me, it's Elliot at monkeynutuk.com. That's two L's, two T's. And of course, you can get us on the uh, Monkey Nut Audiobooks um, Instagram and Facebook, and those messages will go straight back to Sunil. Um, and of course, if you're on YouTube, do leave a nice comment, please. Do subscribe so you can watch the, the next Dancing with Wisdom podcast and um, share it with your friends. And if you've got any questions, any discussions, let us know so we can explore further. Sunil, thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Dancing with Wisdom podcast. Presented by Sunil Rahija and Elliot Frisby. For details on the Dancing with Wisdom book and its accompanying workbook, please visit drsunil.com. If you know someone who would enjoy this podcast, then please share it, give it a thumbs up on YouTube, and help it to grow by giving it a nice review. Life's challenges can diminish, define, or develop you. Which one will it be? Make sure you hunger for the wise one. The choice is yours.